Loaded bases, that's my motivation. Nigga feeling lucky, we should go to Vegas. 2018, motor transportation. Got me feeling over anxious like a home invasion. My dough inflated and I'm more creative. It's like a couple big deals, but it's no parade. Just a couple niggas every generation. I wasn't supposed to make it out, but the code the matrix. And when they get to speak, it's like a coded language. Reminds niggas that they strengthen all the stolen greatness. We used to shoot at niggas at the mobile station. Full circle, mogul motivation. My self-educated through negotiations. Got these sharks that I'm sitting at this table with afraid to bait me. No ten on my Mercedes, that's for inspiration. Two kilos on my neck like the fucking 80s. Boy, side slots and have no my demonstration. Born and raised, y'all affiliated. It's really greatness. That's what it is, bro. Like, don't have a closed mind, you know? Yeah. Because if there's one thing that I've learned, that someone who gave me the best advice, dog, like, and I carry this shit through, like, whatever I do, listen twice as much as you speak. And whenever you do know something, just shut the fuck up. Like, if you, like, someone told me that they'd rather get someone off the street doesn't doesn't know nothing when it comes down to a job rather than someone who's already been in the game he has experience he knows this he knows that because he's gonna act like he knows you know what i mean like he's gonna act like he's not open-minded to new ideas new suggestions right that's true i don't know that's something that i carry um and i i use that towards like photography i mean i don't fucking have all the answers but i mean I just throw my own steez and then I'm always on YouTube constantly looking at ideas on how to enhance. Okay, maybe I could do these kind of angles and the videos or the picture is going to come out like this or I could edit my photos this way and it's going to make it pop and and like it's going to catch the eye from someone versus like going on the gram and they're just swiping up and they're not going to really acknowledge it. You know what I mean? Like it's the little things. It's shit like that that I'm just constantly trying to research because like I said, the well, we've always talked about it. The the information is always here. Like we could literally pull up our phones and type in how to use Photoshop, and we could just have like a little like crash course of like thirty minutes, and it's gonna teach us how to use it. Like mm-hmm. you could go, you could be uh, recording, and you're gonna be like, "Fuck, I don't know how to do this." You could just YouTube it real quick. You know, I think like if you do that every day consistently, you're gonna get better no matter what. Like re- repetition and consistency is key, dog. Like. I, I'll preach that shit to the day I die. Like consistency and repetition. That's the way of life. That's more right there. Wow, bro. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yo, shout out to Tiger Woods winning his fifth Masters, man. Coming up. Let me see. I'm reading an article right here. His 15th. Let me see. Seals fifth. Masters title and 15th major, man. This dude, a lot of people were counting that man out. Well, yeah, because he was doing when he came back. From my understanding, I don't watch golf much, but from my understanding, he wasn't really doing that good. To be honest, like he was doing all right, and then he would come back and he yeah, would compete. Something truly extraordinary at Augusta today. Tiger. Oh shit! Sorry about that. I don't yeah, know what that popped up. Yeah, that shit was hell loud, bro. My bad. That shit fucked up my flow, man. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, dog. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Tiger Woods is goat. Yeah. He is. Let me see. How do you this? How do you how do you fucking become a great fucking golf player? Then you fucking start doing drugs. You get a DUI or some shit like that. You you start disrespecting women, and then you get praised again for fucking winning a Masters. 
<laughs> like, go. That's what I'm saying, man. I think with social media, too, they're so quick on hopping on the negatives and the positives. Like, yeah, honestly. And I think, uh, I don't know. I think with social media, if this shit wasn't put been put on blast, they start, they probably would have forgot about Tiger was honestly this was random like i i don't keep up with golf so i can't be like oh you know i've, I've been watching this fool in the process and now yeah like he came up like you know what i'm saying like, i can't i can't preach on that but like with the negatives i feel like people are so quick to hop on that and it, especially with social media everyone's gonna know like off top with complex and high some uh, cinema uh, how do you say high some what the fuck i, I just say high high snobbity High snobbity. Whatever the fuck. I probably, I'm probably saying it wrong, but I don't care. CNN, like the news. The news. I think that's what people like seeing. Like, they like seeing people on their downfall. You know what? Like, it's, like, it's like a comfort. Yeah, I feel you. You know what's crazy, too? What? I was like, I hate. It's good to watch the local. This is like a little off topic, but it goes back to like, how you talking about like negative shit? Mm-hmm. Like, Sometimes it's important to watch the negative news, but sometimes, bro, the news, the, especially the local news, they be hella negative sometimes, bro. Like, when you really listen to it, it's nothing but negative, negative. Like, you don't realize how, like, like there's so much shit. I don't know, bro. I can't explain it. Like, a lot of people die. Like, oh, someone died, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, oh, a local man in a hospital got gunned down. And then the next one, oh, a car crash, this, this, and that. And it's like negative event after negative after negative after negative. And then they throw in, like, one positive thing. Oh, a local, a local school raised this much money for this such and such charity. Mm-hmm. And then next topic. A local uh, DU, uh, investigator reported that someone was stolen, like, it's just crazy, or like a child molester, like, or someone, like, it's always something negative, bro, like, I, remember, cra- I hate watching the local news, bro, just for that reason. That's so true, and I remember um, when I was staying in L.A. at the hotel, when I was eating breakfast, they would always put on the news, and yeah, like, they, it would always be negative, like, imagine starting your morning off like that, just seeing all, like, car crash on the 405, um, fucking, yeah. Somebody like, gets the- shot. Yeah, like I somebody don't know. got robbed, somebody got killed, somebody got stabbed, um, some kid got stolen, and he's lost. Don't get me wrong, we need to hear this shit because we need to be aware. But, but do at we the really same need time, to? Like at the same time, no, we do. I think we do because we need to be aware of this shit. But I think there should be a balance as well. You feel me? Um, there, there needs. To, I think there needs to be that balance. But I feel like the local news. I mean, they have to report it, you know. But it's like when you really look at it, you're kind of thinking like, wow, bro, like. That's a lot of negative. There's a lot, of, a lot of negative shit going on. Like, mm-hmm. but do you yeah. think that they do it to the point that it's informing, or it's just more of that's what's gonna get the the likes, or that's what's gonna get the views? Nah, I really don't even think it's about views, to be honest. Because I think, I mean, I don't know. I mean, one one will only know that works within that field or within the the radio, the radio, you know, with the station or whatever. Yeah. But I think that. They just do my I mean, like I said, I don't know, but I think they just do it more for like informing. But like I said, sometimes it's kind of overwhelming with like all the negative shit that's going on. But at the same time, they need to report it. So at the same time, it's informing. You know what I mean? But 
I don't know. I think it's too much sometimes. Like one time I was watching it with my mom. This is like a while back. I remember I was watching it with my mom, and uh, we were chilling. We were just watching the local news, and then this was in El Centro, but it covered like the the San Diego area and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And man, so much shit, bro. Like not like I I I understand why parents be like. Oh, be careful with this, mijo. Or like, oh, mija, like, don't go here. Like, when they say shit like that, and then we'll be all like, ah, you're tripping. Sometimes they might be tripping, honestly, <laughs> my opinion. But right. like, you, as you get older and like, you kind of get it. You're like, I understand. But the news, man, like the local news specifically, always something negative. And it's shit, honestly. If you don't watch the news, you probably won't even hear about it. Yeah. Like. Deadass. Like, you probably will not hear about all these shootings and killings that are going on, and the news make it seem like it's all around you, and it's a lot. But when you go out in public, and if you turn off the TV, you're, like, unaware of it. You're, like, numb to it because you don't even see it happening. You know what I mean? That's kind of weird. How often do you watch the news compared to just finding out on Twitter? Because essentially, Twitter is our, news. our, our newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, wake that's the morning, our... I, I think that's probably the first thing a lot of people look. Yeah, Twitter. That or Instagram. Yeah, Twitter Instagram, is... Instagram kind of like correlates the same way with Twitter, with informing, with like news and, you know, shit mm-hmm. like that. Definitely. Um, I really don't watch the news no more because, first of all, I don't have cable in my apartment. <laughs> like, right. I don't, you yeah. know, I don't, I don't need cable. You know, I don't really, really watch TV no more. But just when I used to, when I used to live with my parents and they used to like, you know, we had cable, obviously. And um, I really wouldn't watch the news a whole lot. I would watch it just once in a while with not once in a while i'll watch it sometimes actually like when i get bored i'll watch it sometimes when my parents had it on or sometimes i'll be by myself and i'll just have the tv on you know how like i think like people could relate you know how when you're like home alone and you're just chilling and it's not that you're scared or nothing but you just don't like the room to be so quiet because it's just too quiet so you need to turn on the tv or something yeah, or put some yeah, music. Some just, yeah. this is background noise so like i would always change the channels to like either back in the day either like mtv or like the local news and or sports center and sometimes i just leave it on the local news whatever but i would have to change that shit sometimes because like i start getting like paranoid of all the shit there all the negative shit that we put in now and it's like damn dog like i don't want to hear that you know but yeah i don't really watch it no more but now every, a lot of people's main source sources are from you know twitter facebook instagram all that shit mm-hmm. and back then it used to be um i guess you could say it's the same thing because it used to be back obviously on newspapers and you know the news on television which it still is but you know social media is taking over and it's just crazy because now how the how um, reporting news and information has transferred over from newspapers, magazines, and television. Now it's transferred over to your cell phones and giving you that access to actually put your opinion on it, you know, yeah. and to really speak your voice. And now you, now every, everybody has a platform to speak their mind and speak their voice about. And sometimes it gets heard and other times it gets, you know, washed away with the other like millions of opinions that get put out. But yeah, yeah now it's, I think, I think, you know what, I think that's why like, not to get too touchy on the subject, but now I think that's why a lot of people um, say that our, our our culture and society is a lot more sensitive than back in the day because now with our new technology and social media and phones, everybody has a voice and opinion. And now that everybody can voice, you know, now that everybody can put themselves out there and be heard and be seen by other people a lot more easily, it makes people more sensitive because now 
everybody's true emotions are coming out and it's getting to a point I think where some people may even feel entitled to a certain extent when sometimes maybe they shouldn't but at the same time you know you're entitled to your own opinion you're entitled to your own beliefs it's not about that it's just that you know we all have a voice so now it brings everybody it brings everybody's entitlement just a little bit higher you know what I mean yeah I feel you on that damn yeah I didn't even think about that way yeah, yeah, this coffee got me going real nice right now. <laughs> Good luck how, do you, on that shit. how do you feel about the whole um, Michael Jackson documentary? Have you seen it? No, I have not. So, I mean, I can't speak on that. <laughs> have you heard of it? Like, kind of like the gist of what they were saying within the documentary? Because, I mean, it's it's pretty straightforward of what it is. Like, what no. is it? Oh, no, yeah, ex- explain. I, I've, I've just seen um, comments on it and I've seen headlines. But like I said, I don't. I can't I can't speak on it because I don't know about it. Well, what is right. it? Right. Um so what it is is it's it's a two-part series. Both of them are 2 hours long. It's and pretty much what it is uh, uh is about these two kids that were sexually molested by Michael Jackson. So like okay. they they're really like descriptive of of like the of what went down when he first met them, when they would go on trips, the 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 sexual shit, shit they would do. It's pretty disturbing, dog. Honestly, like it was it was like an hour in. I was like, damn, I don't know if I want to keep listening to this because or watching this because I want to still listen to his music. You know what I mean? You like, said it was a, a documentary, like a footage documentary, like a filmed documentary, or okay, yeah, it's film. Or an article. So it showed it, it was a documentary, like a film documentary, okay. and like the kids. You see, the thing is, is that like I'm kind of iffy about it because the the two dudes who they were interviewing, they're already grown up. Like this was back in the day when they were little, and like they're they're pretty much the start of their careers were birthed from Michael Jackson because they right. would he would bring them on tour. Um, they would be dancers, and uh, this food would bring them to Netherlands, and you know what I mean, like just you know kid shit, and like. The reason why I'm so iffy about it is because why until now, like why until like now they're grown up, they're wanting to speak up and do this shit. Like why after the fact that this man passed away, they want to put shame on his name and like his legacy. You hear what I'm saying? Like, right. And if you really like listen to the documentary, they were talking about how the the well, well, First, it was the victims, and then they would interview the parents, the parents of the victims. And the shit that they were saying, dog, it's some shit that you you would listen to, and you're like, are you fucking stupid? Like, you're going to tell me that if a a grown-ass man is going to call your house and say, you know, with, I mean, let's just keep it real. Michael Jackson had a weird-ass voice. He's going to be like, hey, is, um, is, uh, I didn't mean to disturb you guys, but, um. I just I just wanted to talk to little Jamie real quick, and uh, I'm I feeling really lonely. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, dog, if you're a parent and you hear that shit, regardless if it's Michael Jackson, that man's getting thrown hands, bro. Like, you on site. Like, you can't tell me that shit. The pe- bro, the parents in that documentary, they were letting the kids sleep over in Michael Jackson's room. Like, what? Like, what goes through one man, like one parent's mind that? You're gonna see that as acceptable and appropriate, right? That's yeah. That don't sound right. As opposed it, to that, like, that's what I'm but, saying. Like me and my parents were watching that shit when they came up here, and I was like, I don't know about all that. Like shame on them. Like if this shit is true, but like me, 
I think it's a money grab. I probably need to do more research on this and so I can be able to have like a valid statement. Right. But just being it, just you know, just kind of like getting all this, you know, information and through the documentary, I'm just putting my own perspective and my own opinion, saying, okay, like I don't know if this is gonna be realistic because why now? Like why why are you guys speaking up now? Is it the money? It has to be the money. They have to get paid because if they're if they're being so descriptive with all this shit that happened with them, they had to get some kind of dough, like some kind of cash flow thrown under them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I but, feel you. That but, first of all, let me just say that that voice was on point. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was fucking. That shit was on point, bro. <laughs> was it? Yeah, it was kind. Of, it was kind of on point. That shit had me laughing. Nah, uh, um. Yeah, I don't really know to be honest. Like, I've never seen the documentary. But you feel me though. Like, if I feel you. Yeah, I feel you 100. percent If you're a parent and you really like love your kids, and you're gonna see some grown ass man trying to come in and, I mean, let's be real. And, and I mean, he talked weird and he looked like a freak. Let's just keep it real. Like, I mean, how are you gonna find that as acceptable? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. That that I don't know. Just from what you're telling me, that don't sound right. On both sides, like if it is true, well, what the fuck? But if it's not true, then that's not right. That don't sound right either. Like as opposed to like, why would you do that? I don't know, bro. There's wasn't there kind of like talks about that even before he died, dude. The right? thing is, the thing is, is that he Michael Jackson, from my understanding, would do this with a lot of kids, not the sexual. Uh, molesting allegedly you know the, like those cases that happen but he would bring kids to netherland and you know give them an experience and you know you know what i'm saying like give them like the like from i was watching some ben barler interview and this fool was saying that this dude uh i know this kind of like segueing off like this certain topic about michael jackson but like he was saying how that Michael Jackson, like, there would never be, like, another one of his kind. Dog. Like, this fool was, like, on a baller status that no one else was tapping into. Not even, not even Justin Bieber. And he said that he's, like, he's, like, buddies buddies with Justin Bieber. Like, this fool was, like, on some next level that this fool had water bottles that said Netherland on it. And keep in mind, like, it was in the 90s. So no one was really doing that shit back in the day. This fool had a movie theater. Yeah, it's so easy to do now for people who have, like, a lot of money, but... No one had that either. This dude said it would take an hour for go to go two hours to go from one part of Netherlands to the other. Like this is how badass this food was balling. Like I, I don't know. Like um and anyways, what I was trying to say with that was that he would bring kids to Netherlands and you know, obviously like I think it had a like correlate back to his childhood because he didn't really have a childhood from what I've seen with the documentary of uh have you seen the, the Jackson documentary? Uh, I want to say it's I've old, seen clips bro. of it. It's old. It's like like in the eighties or nineties. You and I was me moving. Ooh. We must bring salvation back. Oh man, that song hits. <laughs> I just think about that shit. Bro. Some auto tune on that, dog. You're solid. Ah, uh, some T Pain auto tune on that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Nah, um, some Young Thug auto tune. Nah, um. Yeah, no, I've I've never seen I've never seen I've seen clips of that old of uh, the old uh, Jackson Five thing, whatever. But I haven't uh, seen the full thing. Yeah, um, yeah. So you know, this this dude didn't have a childhood. Maybe that's why it, it made him to you know the way he moved uh, when he was older. You know, like he wanted to give back. I, I'm guessing that was his way of giving back. You know, 
giving back to the kids, giving back to the youth, because obviously, you know, that's what everyone that that's the next but, era. Oh, that's okay. The next brand. Okay. You know what I'm thinking? Yeah. You know what I'm thinking about right now too. If you know, hopefully this isn't. I mean, nowadays, I did. I did see. I did come across something on Twitter um, about a week ago, or when that shit started like trending for the news. I did see something a week ago that said. It said something about it was opposing um, all the uh, the case and like all that shit going on. Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it said that so, something along these lines that somebody somebody told the news or somebody told a reporter that they were once paid to go against Michael Jackson and the child molesting thing or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. so I saw something on that, but I I just scrolled through it. I didn't read the article or nothing, but I just saw a headline on that. So I mean. You know, like I said, I mean, excuse me. Sometimes I don't even know what to believe. Sometimes, like you know, just it's so hard. You, to you never know because sometimes, sometimes this world is kind of crazy, bro. And like, you know, what you think would probably be logical and like the right way of doing things, like people want to trend the opposite way. And when they trend the opposite way, sometimes it's like, what the fuck are you doing? You know. So, like, I don't really know what to believe, honestly. And I haven't tapped into it, but. Um, you know, what I was just thinking about right now, too, if that shit is true with Michael Jackson, if it's true, man, that sucks. This dude will always, I mean, okay, if it, this dude is a legend. I mean, this dude was so powerful. I remember, yeah, I like I the said, video. he went to like Russia or he went to somewhere crazy, like back in the day. And the fucking military, bro, the military were lined up, standing like in perfect form, saluting him. Like, you have a fucking military across the whole globe. Like they know who you are and they like salute him. Like yeah. it doesn't get it, that's pretty powerful. So that is powerful. Like if and what I'm trying to get at is if that shit is true, like fuck that sucks. But I mean, you know, no one wants to hear that. You know, Michael Jackson is the greatest ever, the king of pop. I mean, if that shit is true, then well, what's gonna happen? Like he like the man's dead. Yeah, man's dead. Rest in peace. Like. He's dead. Like, what? What? What are you guys gonna get of it? Now you're gonna you're gonna sue the family? Like, whatever money he had left over, like the money, maybe like the money that he inherited for his family or whatever. Like, you're gonna now you're gonna try to take that money away from their family? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When it was, if 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 it was true, like that was Michael Jackson, but now you're suing. Like, are you gonna get money from the family? Like, what? Like, what's gonna happen? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, so not saying that what's the point of all that and you know if it is true i get why they speak out but at the same time if it's not you know what i mean i, I don't know like that that i feel like it, it should have been that shit kind of rubs me the wrong way whether it's true or not you know because at the end of the day what are they going to get like and if they take the family that's inherited for the his family you know what i mean now they're going after his family was well, like if i'm if i'm michael jackson and michael jackson was my uncle or you know whatever and this shit happened. Now I'm getting my money taken away for something that, you know what I mean? That he did, mm. you know, I mean, rest in peace, you know, this is no disrespect or nothing, but it's like, well, why am I getting the money taken away? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's his money that he worked for, but you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, um, it's, in, it's for us. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like that's, I could be thinking the wrong way, but like, that's just what I think. Like, right. Or am I tripping? No. Yeah, I agree. I, I and if anything, it should have just been handled a little bit more appropriately instead of making a two part documentary about it. Feel me? I feel that. May, may, maybe that it would. There still would have been headlines, but I mean, to make a documentary, G, you know, what I'm saying like I don't know about that. Like, it. 
I I I don't recommend anyone going watching it. It's all it's all negative. You're not gonna get anything out of it. Like you're just gonna get like a what the fuck. So it's really that the, disturbing. The, the gist of it is that he they're saying that he well the kids or or the guys who were the victims are describing how they were molested like very like descriptively of like what he did. I'm not gonna get into it right now because I don't feel like talking about that shit. But um. That's the whole gist of the documentary. Like, you're not gonna get anything positive out of it. Like, just, just fucking. Yeah, I don't think I want to watch that. listen to this. Don't watch that documentary and just go bounce with Michael Jackson because his music is still fucking the shit. Anyways, um, but yeah, man. Like he, I mean, like how, like how you said, this dude's legacy is gonna live on. Like he, this dude had like no one's gonna be the same. No one's gonna be another Michael Jackson. Like I don't think anyone's gonna touch the surface of like what that fool like did. As far as, um, like, being a celebrity and wealth, like maybe there, I'm just going based off what I've heard, based off interviews, and right. they're saying not even Hove was on the same level as Michael Jackson. So that says something. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, this, definitely. This dude would go to Las Vegas, get, get, uh, the most expensive hotel in Vegas. I don't, I don't know what it is off top, but just picture that. The whole top floor, Michael Jackson would buy that whole thing out, and he would have like hide and go seek fucking parties and shit. Like I don't know, like it that that's it's kind of weird, but it's kind of <laughs> yeah. weird, but like baller at the same time. Like this dude, <laughs> Ben Baller, he was saying that he asked one of his chefs, um, "Hey, so what's like the most craziest shit you ever cooked for this dude?" And the chef was like, "Well, one time." Well, it was that same scenario. Like he rented out the whole, uh, the top floor of the the Vegas hotel, and he mm-hmm. said, he said, I want you to bake, um, chocolate Easter eggs and cover them with gold, uh, gold foil and hide them within the hotel, so we can go and and find the Easter eggs. And then the guy, <laughs> Ben Bala, looked at this dude. He's like, What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> No shit. Yo, that's some ballish shit, though. Like, if that's I some hardcore shit right with, there, bro. If I had to do, do that with my homies and maybe some honeys with us, you know what I'm saying? Like, definitely I'm going to fucking take that shit. That's like, lit, bro. Having Damn, your own man. Shit. Hey, and that dude was probably getting paid money. If I had, man, if I had money like that, I would use that power to my advantage. Not obnoxiously. But man, that must be nice. Like walk into a room, hey, I want purple flowers in here right now. <laughs> it's like straight up, like I need it for like my aura, or like, hey, bro, like make me a wedding cake. What Dude. a wedding cake, bro? Or like a birthday cake? Why? I want cake. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, bro, no, like, and I want it designed this way and everything. I don't know if we can do that, bro. Oh, here's a hundred thou. It's like here. Or, Keep, yeah, in I, mind, Keep in mind, this shit was the '90s, so people didn't have money to be playing around like that. Like. This man had a train in his backyard, homie. This fool had monkeys and a giraffe. I would love to have a monkey. That would be dope. That would be hard. Man. No one man. came close, no one came close to his status. Like he was on he was on another level. Hey, hey, uh my homie Brian's FaceTime me. Should I answer this shit? Who? Rizzy? Yeah. Hell yeah, put him on. Hold on, hold on. What up, fam? What? Uh, yeah. uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, bro, we're right here uh, shooting the podcast, bro. You got anything to say to the people? Hey, what's up, people? You feel me? You heard me? 
Uh, <laughs> um, um, yeah, you're listening to the exclusive Big Zeus motherfucking podcast himself. Stay tuned for new, new and improved, uh, fucking, uh, say it, bro. Yeah, nigga just woke up. How about that? What's up? <laughs> What's up, bro? This is the homie, my, my boy right here, Brian right here, chilling. What's up, bro? Chilling, man. I just, I just got this new shit, man. Let me check. Let me hold on. Is this like for some hey, off air shit or some off air shit? Off air shit. This is all off, off the air, so we gotta be off there. Yeah, we're off the air for that. Jeez. Hey, well, hey, hey, let me. Can I, can I call you back, or are you gonna be busy later? All right, bro, I got you. Shout out to homie. <laughs> That's the fan the day one when we used to fucking we grew up in high school on the block and shit, fucking bumping music loud as fucking shit. Fucking that shit was hella funny. Well, but, what's the status on him right now? What's he up to? Uh he's probably gonna I don't know. He's gonna show me some shit. So but it's exclusive off air. So yeah, I'll I'll we'll we'll fucking we'll probably three way FaceTime or whatever and we'll fucking see what's up with that shit. But shout anyway. Shout anyway, um so we don't try to what, what were we talking about? Oh, like how being rich about being shit, a baller. Like, yeah, being a baller and everything. You know what, bro? I would love to be a baller in the 90s. Just how I was talking about how social media is and everything. Like, I would love to be a baller, like be rich like that in the 80s, bro, and in the 90s. You know why? Tell me. Because I was really thinking about it, bro. And like... The way everything is nowadays with celebrities and everything like that and people, you know, shit that they see, like shit that people see that like celebrities do, whether it's like invest in charities or, you know, they just do some some flexing type shit. And like you could put it on your Instagram story live. And you know what I mean? It's like some people flex on the daily. Some people just, you know, want people to share what they're doing. You know, nothing crazy. But I was really thinking about it like it must be dope to do a lot of shit like nowadays like for example like if lebron or like you know someone of that caliber like drake or um trying to think off the top of my head uh a female celebrity who's who's like a popping you will anyway you get the gist of it like right someone like that you know there's cameras everywhere and like yeah they're balling and you know there's obviously shit that goes on behind closed doors that you know we never get to see even like with the media and stuff but like yeah they do stuff and you know they they ball out and there's you know obviously more to them than what you know the media portrays but being someone like that like of that caliber and you know that that famous and rich like um like if it was, you wouldn't, if want, you were like you wouldn't that, want that much attention on you because it was pre-social media, so you were able to just free roam however you wanted to. Exactly. Like for example, like kind of like how Michael Jordan was. Like Michael Jordan was fucking the LeBron of you know back in the day. Better. And so imagine you know obviously and you know he's a lot he's you know big way bigger than basketball and there's so much shit that he did that we won't ever know unless we hear stories from people that know him or stuff like that. And he probably did it like sometimes just worry free because the media come back then with less media and you know what I mean? Like less coverage and like, mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about a lot of shit getting exposed. You know what I mean? Like even right. in the eighties, bro, like being able to just do shit and I really had to worry about, um, cameras and you know what I mean? Like all that other shit. Like I saw an interview, I think it was, it was from like uh, someone from the NBA and they said like, yeah, um, you know, anything we do, like, 
you know i think i think it had to do something with like Kyrie or i forgot some shit but they're just basically saying like yeah it kind of sucks you know like being an nba all-star like it's good don't get me wrong like we're blessed and everything but you know it kind of sucks sometimes because like we go out in public and it's always cameras it's always this this and that like you know that shit like you know you want to show love to the fans but at the same time like kind of sucks when you don't have your own privacy and i was really thinking about it even when you're famous back in the day like you know you didn't have your privacy because if you went out in public people recognize you but you know like the media and the cameras and social media has like made that 10 times more aggressive on the celebrity you know so yeah like to be able to like like to be able to have that type of power like back in the day without you know the worry of social media and all these fucking blogs and news like you know like that that must have been pretty nice like that must have been pretty dope like, honestly um, I, I was i was listening to an interview from a big boy and he was saying how back in the day when in la whenever they would go cl- clubbing um this was pre tmz pre like people's paparazzi like following you around I'm not too well. Let's just say TMZ. I don't know too much about the paparazzi, but let's just say TMZ. There would be some dude would, who was big boy's homeboy. That whenever they were in the clubs, this dude would always have a camera on him. He would always be recording, but it was just more just documenting the night because he said that he some shit would always pop off in the um, LA nightclubs. Because I think big boy used to be a bouncer, so he. Um, would be documenting all this shit with all the celebrities being in LA. That's how TMZ came, like, like, to, you know, that's what birthed TMZ uh, allegedly. You know, getting that concept of okay, well, what if we follow around these celebrities? Um, we'll put you and you with cameras. Um, this person's gonna be at this coffee shop. Like, pull up. It's gonna be at like a, at nine o'clock. Make sure you be there like an hour before. You know what I'm saying? Just like shit like that. I think. Um, I think people just are so concerned of what is everyone doing, bro. Like, look at the Kardashians. For whatever reason, <laughs> for whatever reason, it's so entertaining that people are, like, tuning in every week just to see, like... Have you ever thought about that, dog? Like, imagine being, like, a, re- a reality star, like, getting so used to being cameras around you. Like, how can you even have, like, a genuine experience with your family during the holidays when everything is just being recorded from, like... And not not just one person, probably, like five ten heads in one room like include and you know that's not even including like your family like recording the whole shit like how does like i would feel so uncomfortable dog like man like, I, just I, used to, I, man. I i literally can't be myself and i can't slip like because you know yeah I, I, everything's on camera everything's on camera like if that's i do why. this one thing boom like it's gonna be on twitter it's gonna be on instagram facebook it's gonna be clips on youtube of me like falling over or some shit you know what i mean like it's funny yeah it's funny too how it's funny too how how you said people tune to the kardashians every week people tune into the kardashians every week to fucking see girls that fucking argue and that go through regular shit that's really all it is like it's weird, bro. I've, bro, seen, it's I've like, seen I've seen girls. We've all seen girls in arguments. We've seen girls fight. We've seen dudes fight. We've seen uh, we're all part of a family. So there's always family drama somewhere, somehow. No family's perfect. Like we're literally seeing them just go through shit that some of us go through. Just obviously in different versions is not on a luxury lifestyle. But that's it. Like I don't yeah. know. Like and that would be super uncomfortable. Like imagine you're getting in a family fight. And you have 10 other people who are irrelevant. They're just from a fucking a network company. And there are microphones and cameras while you're arguing with your sister. 
<laughs> it's like, damn, bro. Like, and like, you're having to, like, you're, you're getting hot and like, you're starting to yell, like, and you're like, it's a family fight. And you had 10 people who like start their recording with the mic and, and, and the cameras. Like, yeah, bro. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't like that shit. Without a, without a doubt, a lot of it has to be scripted. Cause I mean, oh, for sure. No, you're not going to tell me Jersey Shore wasn't scripted. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, you know. That fucking show you're not, too. You're man. not gonna like, tell me for the love of Ray J wasn't scripted. That shit was all real. <laughs> that fucking show too. They were saying that show pretty much ru- ruined Jersey. Like, like they're saying like, man, these fools did not fit the stereotype. Like, this is not how it goes down. No, it's not about the gym tan laundry. Like, nah, fuck no. Like, oh man, the the television, bro, that'll eat you up, dog. You can't get sucked into that wormhole. Yeah, you really do, bro. Like, even, yeah, you really get sucked into it. Like, the whole thing you see on social media, like, I remember I seen an interview, I seen an interview with Blueface, and um, I think it was with Big Boy, and uh, he was saying how, like, Drake hit him up in the DMs, like, hey, when he was first coming up, and he's still new, so he's still, like, I guess you sound the come up, but he's big now, and uh, this is, like, they they were talking about big. They were, he was talking to Big Boy, and Big Boy was saying, asking him how he got the connects and like who's hit you up like since you started popping off. Uh-huh. He's like Quavo, Drake, and like other people, like other famous people, just started hitting him up through the DMs. Uh-huh. And obviously, a lot of other people will be freaking out, like going crazy. Oh my gosh, this person hit me up, and like he just that dude was just like calm, cool, and collected, right? And yeah. um. And then um, I remember Big Boy asked him a question. He's like, so he said, he said, and you don't, he goes, and who do you want to work with the most? Like, you know, now that, you know, you can get connected and tapped in and stuff like that. I remember he said something along these lines. He was like, mm-hmm. um, he's like, I don't know. And then he said a few names. And then uh, he was like, to be honest, oh, um, and then they started, they started talking about lifestyle. And basically he just said, yeah, he goes, well, I don't feel like I need to be hanging out with so-and-so or, you know, I don't, I don't feel like I need to be with this person or whatever, because I mean, really, you know, I just want to put up, he says something like this. I want to put on my own music because, you know, it's not that, you know, nothing to get crazy over, but it's like, you do the same thing I do. You know what I mean? So now that like exactly. I'm put on with, you know, all these other people who make music, like, you know, not that I think they're whack or like they have an incentive, but I have an incentive to work with them but you know like they do the same thing I do you know what I mean I know how it goes so yeah. it's like whatever it is what it is you know what I mean so it's 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 like that like you know what I mean he didn't really like he uses social media and shit but like he just kind of like eh, like these celebrities you know quote unquote like it don't matter how big you are like they're regular people and like you know all that shit like they do the same thing I do you know what I mean I think that's how it is too like especially even living out here in LA you know like you're exposed to so much events and so much um shit that gets portrayed in the media through Twitter and everything. Like, for example, like the, the Nipsey Hustle, um, you know, the the whole thing and everything, you know, like when we went on this block, like, yeah, we were there, you know, there's a lot of people like, oh yeah, bro, like, you know, like that's you know, like people like idolize that sh- like they're idolizing as in like they see all that on Twitter, but then mm-hmm. like in the news. And then like we were there. And then for example, like, um and this isn't on that scale but um like this past friday when i went to go to the hundreds q a and i seen bobby right there i got to meet bobby bobby's hella dope and um you know he's a dope person i got to meet him you know what i mean it's it's cool you know what i mean i i I seen his videos on youtube and i like i look up to him because you know well we both look up to him because you know of how he runs his business and like his you know artwork as a whole and like how he contributes to it but seeing shit like that and even when i went to the dj Khaled signing for um 
for his new shoes, the the We the Best, the Jordan, the, right. the collaboration yeah. with Jordan and shit. And um, I had seen him, and the same thing he said with like TMZ. TMZ was there like an hour before, all the cameras are ready. Like it was a whole scene. And when he came out, you know, like he was there and it was dope. It was like, oh shit, like what's, you know, DJ Cal's right there. What's up? Like, yeah, is he pretty short? Yeah, he's not that tall. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty he's not short. That tall, but uh, yeah, like, um, yeah, he's he's pretty. He's not too short, but like he's he's kind of short. And um, oh shit, and uh, yeah, like seeing that and everything, like you know, like all the media's bugging him, like oh hey, Kyle, Kyle, and he's just trying to get to his whip, and he's just trying to dip out and do his, you know, whatever's next on his agenda. You know what I mean? So it's like being out here and like seeing everything. It's like yeah, like you know, these dudes are just regular people, and like the way really, dude, the, they really are. It, it's it really is, bro. Like and even going to. Me last night, I went to the Dodger game. You know what I mean? Got to sit. That was the first time I. That was the closest I ever sat to in a, for a baseball game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And seeing like Bellinger, Turner, and um, all those guys, uh, Seager, uh, Chris Taylor, and all them, and the pitchers. Like, you know, yeah, like you're like you want them to do good, and you look up to them because like that's your team, and you want them to do well. And right. you know, people freak out when they see them, but you know, I mean. They're super talented, you know. They they deserve to be where they're at, but it's like yeah, the regular people, you know what I mean. And I think it's crazy how like social media, how like you know they make like when you see someone on when you see someone on Instagram, when you see videos and pictures of them, and then like someone famous, and then when you see them in person, you're like oh shit, oh shit. But really, it's just a reg- not a regular person, but you know what I mean. It's just another person who's being just put on through cameras, and like that's really all it is. Like think about it think about it like in perspective through another celebrity like step in that person's shoes like yeah let's say if you're a dope photographer and you start working with all these other people um in the industry whether it's like for example like bobby hundreds like because he's you know really tapped in and you just you know you start let's say you work with like yg on like a photo shoot and stuff like that and yeah you meet these people and you know they're they're dope you know what i mean they're big name people but you know the regular people at the end of the day and you know they're cool they're really great at what they do and so through your your shoes through your eyes you're like all right yeah dope and while you're doing that the cameras are being put on your face and you're just doing your thing you know mm-hmm. you're just doing your thing working on your craft and you know like putting it out there and you know you're getting exposure and you're getting paid at the end of the day that's, that's what we that's what we want yeah and then so you walk into the mall like a couple months later after you realize like you got more followers on instagram and you're still doing your thing you going in the mall and now you got all kinds of people like oh like people who like know shit about you that you're like oh damn how'd you know that or like you know because yeah. like they see your shit through videos like really put that in their perspective like step in their shoes as a celebrity like that's not weird because you need to expect that but you think about it it's a trip and then to you you know you're great at what you do but you know you're just a normal person you go through normal emotions just like everybody else you know that, oh, that's sure. that's crazy that's like the whole illusion of um like social media and everything that's that's what i noticed like you know seeing all that shit yeah damn yeah you pretty much said everything i was about to say <laughs> that's my bad I didn't, I didn't mean to speak for you Nah, and like when I went to the Dreamville Festival, um, you remember how on Sunday I FaceTimed you and like, like I felt like I put cause on the phone for JID boss. Like I remember, I remember JID on FaceTime. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Little insider JID and Zeus about to fucking square up and handle shit. Yo, man. Anyways, say continue what you're gonna say. Yeah, we'll talk on it a little bit later. Um, but like, yeah, just like being around that environment, it was crazy. Feel like these fools literally look like, like how like how you said, um, 
people were kind of I, I could kind of see how they were getting uncomfortable when people would come up to them and just be like like you know trying to take pictures but they were handling it like really like professionally you know what I mean because it's their job at the end of the day like they gotta yeah, of course you know they, know they gotta satisfy the fans yeah exactly like you already know what you signed up for and um like I remember uh when I when we walked in me and Richard shout out to Richard um when we walked to the club uh Kaz was right there on the right and he was just chilling like he was outside just like posted doing this thing I was like oh fuck and I had my camera with me and I was like hey dog like, like I'm gonna go take a picture of this fool like can you take it from me and he's like alright for sure so I went to Kaz like hey yo what up Kaz and he's like oh what's up bro like is it cool we get a picture and like he like you could tell like for whatever reason like I, I didn't go in like acting like hey yo yo you know what I mean like acting like real, real calm like I didn't want to put him like on the spot but like you could tell he seemed a little bit too like not like not like overwhelmed, but um, kind of like socially awkward. You know what I mean? And I'm sure. not saying that as like a like a like a diss. I just feel no, like no, no. I, I feel like I we all get like that sometimes. Because sometimes, like if I'm like at a party and people start talking to me, sometimes I get socially awkward. If I had to keep it real, because I'm just like damn, I'm not in that right mindset to be like talking to people. And he could be in that same mindset too. So I put that in perspective. Like, oh, you know what? Like. Yeah, like this fool is like these fools are literally no different from us. Like it's yes. just the fact that it's just the fact that they're they're signed to a label which is you know known worldwide and has good credibility, and like that that's that's what puts them kind of like on a pedestal. But to them, I think they just see it as like a just a normal lifestyle, dog. Like like it's just like an everyday thing. At the end, like it ends up just becoming a job, you know. Like just kind of like how we born yeah. machine or anything like everything. Yeah, like and you know whatever. Like we took a picture. And I was like, hey, thanks, you appreciate it. And you know, he went about our way, and like yeah, like just seeing the whole environment and and just seeing how these fools were moving just so casually i'm like yo like i just literally saw you perform yesterday and we were getting hyped and now we're just having a beer and i'm like fucking two feet from you like say like just kind of absorbing all that in and just thinking yo these fools aren't that different from us like it's weird like and if anything i don't i don't want to be like that type of person to go up to them and be like yo bro like i fuck with your shit this and that's and that because they hear that every day and yeah like they they want to hear props but like I just thought to myself, you know what, like, I'd rather have a conversation about him when it had to come to, like, my work and his work, but it's genuine, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, like, on some fake shit that I want to get some publicity. It's, like, not, nah, like, I want to, like, kind of keep this really, like, casual, like, in which it should be because you don't want to come off as, like, someone who's just trying to fucking fake it till you make it, you know what I'm saying? Like, of course. you want to be real with yourself. Yeah, you got to so be I, real with yourself first and foremost. Yeah, and... Yeah, bro. Like that. That shit really changed my perspective. That whole weekend was a dope ass experience. Dreamville Festival. Shout out to J Cole for putting that shit on. That shit was J. fucking Cole. sick, dog. Um, yeah, that shit looked dope. That shit was crazy. It was. It, it was crazy too. How, you know, it was so well done in the sense that there was no drama. I don't think any fights popped off. Of course, you have those people here and there that like, oh, not OD, but like. You know, I guess not overdose, but overdid it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, of course. It, they overdid it, and obviously, like, they passed out, and you know, they had to, you know, part with the IV and shit on them. But like, yeah, it, yeah, you got those people, but there was no drama. Like, everyone was just there to have a good time, enjoy the music, and I was like, yeah, this, this is dope. Like, only. You know, I, I feel like at a lot of festivals, maybe you know, it, it wouldn't go that route, but it was handled like properly that way. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, for sure. 
And um, it looked it looked dope through um, through the videos and everything too, from what I had seen. Um, yeah, that, that shit that shit looked pretty sick. Not even gonna lie. Yeah, and um, yeah, dude. Like, yeah, dude. Like, like how you said before when you were just talking about earlier, these people were just like us, and it's crazy how like a lot of people just idolize them. I think it's cool to idolize. But you gotta keep in back of your mind that you know what, like this food's just like me, dog. Like he bleeds the same way I bleed. He puts his pants on the same way I put my pants on. It's the same shit. I, yeah, I think I think um, not. I don't idolize. I I I admire. I, I admire and praise their work. You know, yeah. and obviously depending on the type of person there too. Like I admire them as a person, and like it's like yo, like and you're a fan of them. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they're they're the you know they're people just like us. But at the end of the day, like you're still a fan of him. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a fan of you because of your work. But I don't, like, I don't praise you like if you're Jesus. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you can't, I, I don't think, I don't think you should do that, honestly. Because like I said, like, if you get tapped in, you know, I, it, and all the new, you know, everybody that gets tapped in, you know, they just become so normal. And like, you know, like, they work with, you know, other great artists and other great, you know, uh, people in the industry or like, you know, athletes or whatever, because, you know, like you see them like, oh, like so-and-so's been so-and-so. But like when they first came up, they're probably thinking the same thing that, you know, all the fans were thinking. And now that they're in, they got their foot in the door, now they move like whatever, because, you know, they realize, you know, like all these other people are the same. They just have different styles, different tastes. And, yeah. you know, like they put in the work. It's like the when I met when I met when I just met uh Bobby uh Bobby Bobby Hundreds and you know how like he's like the staple in the streetwear industry you know what I mean with his brand yeah, hundreds and everything voice. he has a big voice and you know he's well known worldwide so you know I've always just only seen him through you know YouTube videos social media Instagram posts and all stuff like that and this past weekend when I went to his Q and A which the Q and A was dope it was with him and a, a new uh, up and coming brand called Never made is it up coming or, or it's been it's, it's been it's been up for years but they've they finally collab with uh with the hundreds and they're getting more exposure now you know but they've been a brand for years so it's actually pretty dope too the collab is, is pretty hard so anyway yeah so going to that q a that question answers like they had a it was a big old show and you know it's my first time seeing bobby and i only know bobby obviously because of videos and, and you know all that shit yeah and you know actually getting to meet him is funny bro because because, you know, I'm not the only one that's there that doesn't have a brand. You know what I mean? Like, oh, all the people sure. are there. Everyone's going brands. for the same You know, yeah. everybody's going for the same thing, and that's why they're there. You know what I mean? So um, it's funny, too, because, you know, I wanted to meet him. You know, I definitely wanted to meet him. You know, I'm a fan of his work. So I got to meet him, and it's funny. I admire him more just like as a just because like when I got to talk to him and like when I see when I like see him do the interview in person like you could tell bro like he's a real genuine person like he's a really like he really likes to engage with people from what I saw he likes to engage with people and he's really like like he's not socially awkward like he'll talk to you like he'll talk to you and actually have a conversation you know what I mean and mm -hmm. um, that's one thing I got and that's one thing that I look like I kind of I, I like that because you know when you meet other people like or when you meet a celebrity like, hey what's up bro and like kind of like their time is valuable so like they'll you know hey what's up bro take a picture with yeah, you yeah that's on, how I, yeah that's nah, how I like with with Bobby like you know he's just a man amongst the people really but it like when I went up to him like I was like, hey what's up bro like this is and I get a picture and I want I just want to talk to him you know what I mean just you know meet him and when I met him like he had 
all kinds of t-shirts carrying with him. I think that other people had given him, you know what I mean? So it's like, uh, how many times does he, how many times does he get that? How many? Right. And, and he even said it in his, in this Q and a, like hundreds of DMS, you know what I mean? Thousands of DMS of, you know, collab or what I got to do to do this or, um, how do I work here and blah, blah, blah. Like he even said it in his Q and a, and you know, really think about it. Like, yeah, we're fans of the people because we don't have the same eyeballs on us as they do. But you know, put it through their perspective, you know what I mean? The way and the way social media is now, like, yeah, that shit probably gets overwhelming. But from just this past Friday, I admire Bobby because I seen him like talk to people and how he was in the Q and A and when I talk to him, like he's really engaging. Like he'll treat you equally, like just like anybody else. Like if he was just another man amongst the crowd, yeah. which really that's As how ever- everybody is. So yeah, yeah. It was As dope. Everyone yeah, it was dope to see that. It was dope to meet him and, like, dope to talk to him and everything. Um, and, yeah, like, he was just carrying the shirts and, like, you know, I kind of, keeping it real, like, I don't like to do that because... I'm the same way, bro. I'm I don't the same like way. to do that. Like, when I wanted to meet Bobby, like, I wanted to meet Bobby and, and look him up. If you don't know who we're talking about, um, he's the he's the half owner of uh, The Hundreds, the brand of The Hundreds. Just look him up on Instagram, Bobby Hundreds. And, um, yeah, like, when I, when I meet when I meet them or like when I, when I met him or if I meet someone like that, I don't go like, especially if, you know, obviously they don't know us. Like, like I said, I want to meet them just to meet them and try to start a conversation with them. And that's it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, their time's valuable. They probably have other things to do, but that's it. I just want to meet you, you know, take a photo. What's up, bro? Like, love your work. That's it. Move on. You know what I mean? Like exactly. you got to see, you got to exactly. see through their eyes too. And you know, my motive to go up to him and talk to him was not because I wanted to, sell him you know our brand rubisa or i'll try to pitch him the idea or hey bro this this, and that because at the end of the day as of right now as of right now you know like you know we're still in the in the works and the progress so yeah you know i just followed with the rest of the other people you know i mean like he said it too in his interview i forgot to tell you this uh someone asked him like how do you it was someone asked him a question and they and bobby i remember he answered uh i just remember he said the thing is how he said like i get a lot of dms about you know collabing and this this and that he goes and some people ask me like what do you do how do you do to get put on or how what would, what would it take for me to collab with you guys in the hundreds and he says and honestly he goes he was talking about work ethic and everything you know all the work you put in the substance he goes and sometimes he goes it'll get to a point where if your work speaks for itself and whatever you're trying to put on he goes because yeah you could say i have a platform there's something along these lines he said yeah you could say i have a platform he goes but if i see if i come across your work and if it's something that i can't ignore or if it's something that if it's something that i can't ignore or if it's something that i'm like yo this is really good then i'm gonna want to work with you he goes because you know if you stand out from the rest or if i just like you know your work and i like your style and i like everything and i take notice of you or i just come across however it works but if i see that yo like this dude's got something you know like and yeah he's putting the work he goes then i'm gonna want to work with you i'm gonna hit you up and i'm gonna collab with you and this this and that like and that's ultimately how it works and you know like imagine getting a thousand think about the females think about the girls who get thousands of dms like you know throughout the the years it's the same thing they don't they probably don't answer all of them you know what i'm saying and if they do answer them like they fucking shine like 98 percent of them or 90 percent of them you know what i'm saying so yeah it's the same thing you know what i mean like and so when he said that it was dope like he said more shit but um 
I was like the whole gist of it. And yeah, all I'm trying to say, all this long talk and everything is just basically like, yeah, like how, you know, social media, like, like how now there's a currency for social media with followers and everything and that people use that to gauge you as your legitimacy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And your power. And yeah, if you do have a certain amount of followers and it's and if it's a real following, then you do have a certain amount of power in your voice, you know, but at the end of the day, um, there's a quote that I use, you know, wealth doesn't come in status, wealth comes in character. You know what I mean? So Yes, sir. It was dope meeting Bobby because, you know, you could tell he's a real person and he's engaging and like I admired him more now than I did before. Because I got to meet him and okay, like this dude wasn't an asshole. He was like a really genuine person. So right, right. Yeah. Damn dog, right. I went off dog. My bad for going too long. Hey, you know, <laughs> nah, that that was straight facts. And I had that same mindset at the Dreamville Festival, dog, or that that day after on the Sunday. The same yeah. same thing. Like I'm just gonna go up, pay my respects. Get a picture and that's it. Like I'm not gonna come off on some fake shit and just try to be like, cause he, I mean, all I can really tell him is, hey man, like I like how you did with this song, this song. Like he, if it was him, he's probably gonna say, oh okay, thanks, bro, appreciate it. I already know what he's gonna say, bro. You know what I mean? Like even if I do sound like amusing and he wanted to carry the conversation, I already know what he's gonna say. Exactly. So I put bro. it in my, I put it in my mind, like. The next time we're gonna have like a real conversation is because it's gonna be like a, a mutual respect, like upon our works, like our crafts. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how exactly. I see it. Like same thing with Bobby Hundreds. The next time you guys are gonna have a conversation, it's gonna be because about your work, about like the brand. It's gonna be about like the effort that he went through, that he saw it through. Like we're gonna replicate that. You know what I mean? Like do it our own way. That's how I see it. Like the next time I talk to these fools, it's gonna be because of. You know what I mean? It's going to be because of the brand and the work we put in to actually stand out and actually put the effort in to become what we are. You know what I mean? Like it's exactly. going to be more it's going to be more genuine rather than just go and try to like get that one, you know what I mean? Like that one pop off that oh, okay, like you know what I mean? Like give them a shirt and just be like, "Oh, like this is my brand." I, I I'm not really a big fan about that. I rather them like fuck with the vision like through them like catching off somewhere like hey bro like have you heard about this brand like Rubisa you know what I mean like shit like that happens so I, I'd rather do it like that and let the work speak for itself you have look 100% you have you have the same power as these other people that you look up to and see on social media because I've seen it AP seen it and I'm pretty sure other people have seen it too but um, I think we've been seeing it more often than normally you know especially me living out in LA and AP I, I been think- coming down to LA a lot more you have the same amount of power as your favorite artists that you look up to. You have the same amount of power as the entrepreneur you look up to on Instagram, as Kylie Jenner, all these other people who have millions of followers on Instagram. You have the same power as them. The only difference is, you know, you need to put in the work and you need to keep pushing. You actually need to put in the work. Like, there's a lot of shit that you need to do. And, you know, you got to be, you know... I got to take the L's. Two people are, are, are so are so focused. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but um, so too many people are focused on on the status, you know, and all that shit. And some people aren't willing to, you know, like take a L and really like 
you know, go through the hard work like every single day and like change their mindset. And it's hard. It's challenging. You know what I mean? It's, everything's a working process. I'm not saying I'm perfect or AP, but, you know, seeing all these people like more than you, more than normally me and AP have been coming across like more events and like celebrity. We've been seeing celebrities like up close and in person. And it just go, it goes beyond from like DJ Khaled and AP with Dreamville. It goes beyond other celebrities that we've seen in person. But you know what I mean? It's like you have the same power as these people. You know, the only difference is you got to put in the work and you got to go out there and get noticed like you know and make make your work speak for itself that's that's all it is for sure yeah and i think just people are a lot of people just trying to cut corners rather than actually grind grinding it out and going through those emotions you know yeah i mean shit i mean we all wish we could cut corners because you know you gotta remember if it was that easy everybody would do it everybody would have it if it was for sure if getting if getting for example getting six-pack abs and you know a toned body was so easy everybody would have it and it wouldn't be looked up upon you know what I mean? Yeah. If you were so dope in music, and if it was if it was so easy to make dope music, you know, like everybody would be put on, and there'd be a lot more artists in the industry than there is right now. You know, like like I said, if it was easy, everybody would do it, and everybody would be on, and there would be no fame and celebrity. You know what I mean? And like startups, That's which which honestly, like fuck fuck all that shit. Like that shit really don't matter at the end of the day. It really doesn't. Yeah. But, you know, I mean. That's the way society works. And, you know, there's a reason why people, you know, get quote unquote famous. You know what I mean? Yeah. How, like Nip said, rest in power, Nip. How long does opportunity be preparation? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's mm-hmm. prepared. And that's another thing Bobby Hunter said in his uh, in his Q&A. But yeah, we yeah, I'll tell you about that more off air. <laughs> he, he quoted Nip? Nah, he didn't quote Nip, but uh, it, it has to do along those lines. Like he said in his own. He said it in his own words, but yeah, we'll we'll talk about that later. No, we'll talk, we'll talk about that off here, but um, for sure, yeah, bro. But yeah, I mean that's one hundred percent facts. Damn, damn, you went off, dog. I just let you take the throne. You know what I'm saying? That shit, facts, bro. It's, it's the coffee, bro. You know what I mean? It's it's definitely the coffee. Yo, shout out to Death Witch Coffee Co. Shout out to whatever Eric's drink right now. It's getting us in our moods, getting our the, mind flowing. What I got, got the uh, I got the Ubon Gold Coffee. Medium. The what? Medium roast Yuban Y U B A N, the 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 um the coffee uh, or the cubic, right? Right? No, Yuban Y U B A N. I'm looking at like the case talk, right now. We're talking about like the 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 cubic, right? The um coffee dispenser. Yeah, the Keurig. You mean Keurig? Keurig. K E U R I G. Yeah, Keurig. Keurig. The cubic. The fuck. Yeah, yeah. I'm on the I'm on that Keurig coffee right now, so. <laughs> And I drink I drink my coffee black. I don't drink it uh, with like cream. I, do it one I way. love the creamer. Don't get me wrong, the creamer is fire. But to people listening to this who drink their coffee with creamer, and if they tried it with, if they tried black and they don't like it, I was the same. I was the same way back then. But that was a homie. Now, <laughs> you know the young bull Zeus drinks black coffee, and I'll tell you that shit gets me. It gets my mind stimulated, and I move a lot faster. And my my my, my that stimulant lasts a lot longer throughout Tell the day. Him. Drinking black coffee and shout out AP for putting me on and making Tell me realize. Him. You know what? Try that black coffee, bro. It's bitter, but you'll get used to the taste. It's like beer. It's like beer Tell and alcohol. Him. That shit is not good. When we were kids, we love Kool-Aid jammers. We love lemonade. We love uh, Tang. You know, the, oh man, I remember Tang. We we, you know, we drank Tang, uh, Kool-Aid, all that shit. And you know what I mean? It's sweet. It's good. But you didn't grow up liking beer. You you formed a taste for it. You acquired a taste for it. Same yeah. thing with coffee. Once you once you acquire a taste for it, it does better wonders than alcohol does for you. And it's good I'm for saying, you. I'm saying, dog. Repetition Black, and consistency. So. It's key. <laughs> 
I feel I'm about to do some push-ups right now, man. This shit. For real, I'm about to head to the gym in a little bit. Um, For real? Yeah, hell yeah. I need to get a little workout in. I'll, I'll tell you, I'm trying to get my beach body popping. Um, I got a month until uh, I can actually like take off my shirt and you know show off my body. Hey, May 18th. Uh, I probably shouldn't put on blast, huh? Yeah, cut that. Right, cut that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cut um, that. Nah, yeah, nah, yeah, I'm about to get a workout in too. I've been doing more body weight and shit, and man. That's where it's at. Um, oh, you've been working out at home, huh? I work out at home or I'll hit the gym sometimes. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I feel, feel good, man. It's crazy. When you start working out and you get on the roll, you don't want to stop. Nah, you don't. Yeah, I, I feel good now. It's been about like, I want to say it's been about like a year, dog, since I lifted weights. And that's the longest time period, the lo- longest like lag I've had because I've always been consistent, but... I don't know. If I had to keep it real, I think lifting weights is boring, but I think now I found like more of like a, um, I found like a workout that's suitable for me that I don't get tired of just doing one thing. Like I could just switch it up. And this LA Fitness right here by my pad is fucking legit. Like they got a heavy bed. They got a pool if I want to do some laps. Oh. Got a basketball court. Yeah, that's they got where it's booty. Oh. And, and then I mentioned booty. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like like with workouts. Like I don't try to live heavy. I you know I go a moderate amount of weight and I burn out and I'll mix it up. So like for example, like you know I mean not that nobody cares or nothing or nobody asked about it. I'm just <laughs> speaking my mind. You know what I mean? So I mean y'all don't have to listen to this, but not yet, bro. Um, <laughs> fucking like when I work out, like instead of just doing the same like oh like four sets, eight reps, boom 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 boom, and do that, and you get tired of that shit. That shit gets old after a while. It does. What I like to do is like if I'm working. If I'm working, for example, like shoulders, I'll do like the supersets or like and I'll get like a moderate weight and I'll do like one exercise, like 10 reps, for example, and then no no rest. Once I'm done with that exercise, I'll do like the lat raise or the, the side lat raises and I'll like do that. Boom. Like, OK, um, like boom, like 10 reps. And after that, I throw in another workout. Boom. And so. Like it's like you so you do it in rounds. You you do like three exercises in one round. And then like you make it even you can make it even funner, make it more challenging, be like, okay, do this workout. And you know what I mean? Like when you mix it up like that, instead of just fucking heavyweight, boom, fucking do four sets, twelve reps. You know what I mean? Like that's cool, don't get me wrong, but like I like to mix it up and like that builds up your cardio too and everything and like Yeah. Yeah, so working out like that, I think it's a lot better to be honest. Hell yeah. Not, and um, not that not that you guys you know, care or ask for it or anything, but if any guys are fitness experts, slide into this fool's DMs and give us pointers. Nah, you know what? I actually, I actually want a fitness expert to come on this episode, and oh, I want them to hey, teach we us. Should. And no, I, hey, I'm not playing. <laughs> I want, <laughs> I want an expert to come in on this episode, and I want someone to teach our listeners and our peoples on nutrition. Yes, sir. And fitness, and the reason why it's important to stay fit, and how to how to start your. The, honestly, the hardest part is not working out. The hardest part is staying consistent. That's really all it is. So, like I said, I, I had a year off. I've never. I mean, I would run, and you know, stay in shape that way. But I I haven't lifted weights in about a year. So yeah, I, yeah I'm an advocate for that. That shit. It's hard. It's hard being consistent. You gotta yeah, learn how to entertain yourself thing. in different ways. And you know, and you, we know so many people who work out for, yeah, bro, like they work out consistently. They work out for like six months to a year, a year and a half. And they say, yeah, bro, I used to work out. And like you, you know, you've seen the results. And, you know, they stop working out. The consistency goes away. 
Alex is victim to it. I'm victim to it. You know, I had a, I had a, you know, I was, I was getting like some good results at one point. Not that I was fucking huge, but I had, I had results and, you know, I was working out hard for like six months to eight months, you know, and I was just eating good. I was drinking protein shakes and all that shit. And I just lost my consistency. You know what I mean? So I want a fitness expert to fucking, but give us, to give us real information and hey. like research information. None of this fucking, well, I think, nah, fuck that shit. Some real ass hardcore information for the people. Hell yeah. Hey, title for this episode Repetition Consistency. Nah. Oh, yeah, fuck me. <laughs> nah, because I mean, we nah, nah. We we I think we mainly talked about like what, like the social media, and like the. I mean, it relates to everything. Repetition, consistency. Really. You want to better yourself, you got to repeat it every day. You want to be consistent. That's how you're gonna progress. Yeah. Same but... thing with lifting weights. Same thing with like. No, yeah, that correlated. It went with like us. You know. Hey, do I sound like I'm I'm like double voicing? No, you sound normal to me. Okay. Um. Uh, no, and it goes back to like with these celebrities. I'd rather have them, you know, respect me for my craft than me trying to be like on some fanboy shit. But what does that dial back to? Repetition and consistency. How do you get to that point? Repetition and consistency. If someone if someone looks at the episode and they see repetition and consistency, they're gonna automatically probably think about hard work and we didn't really we didn't really and hard work and hard work and dedication and we didn't really talk about that we talked more about like um like we talked i we started talking about like the media like to social media and then we started talking about M- mj the goat and then we started talking about uh fucking the news and then we started talking about celebrities and like like kind of like uh it's like a perspective on like how we saw it how we've seen it like the shit we said wasn't like opinionated like the shit was kind of facts because like i said we've been seeing more like through events we've been seeing more like celebrities and shit like in person like actual close people like you know i mean people that are you know like oh like like 10 feet away from us you know what i mean but it's like it just becomes like whatever you know what i mean so it's like the the social media value and like the so how the social media value has on people but you know, and you put them on a higher pedestal than you probably should, you know, other than just praising and admire for their work. That was kind of like, that was kind of like the whole gist of the episode, really, right? All right, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> fuck my ideas. Anyways, people, season two, episode two, uh, too deep for the intro. Thank you guys for listening, tuning in. If you guys don't know, we are on iTunes right now, so go ahead and hit that subscribe button and stay updated. Show us love. Give us a rating. Um, we're working on getting on Spotify, getting that worked out. And anything else you got to say, Doc? I think I said too much today, bro. I'm just going to leave yeah, it as you that. you did. You went crazy. I said, I said too much. We might need to edit some of that out, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now nah, it's all good. Now nah, I got nothing to say, bro. Much love. You know what I mean? Same thing as always. Go hit that yeah, subscribe yeah. button. We're not only on SoundCloud now, but like as AP said, we're on Apple Podcasts, on iTunes, and we're going to get on Spotify. So subscribe and uh, keep tuning in. And yeah, I mean, I'm done. Big Zoo signing out. You got anything to say? Yes, sir. Um, yeah, stay updated. Follow us on Instagram, our Bisa.co. Uh, 
R-U-B-I-S-A dot C-O. Uh, we got some new merch coming out. Stay updated with that. Uh, and that should be it. Doses. Peace. Let me let your brothers know I ain't no West Coast disser. Another thing I'm not is a damn ass kisser. So listen to my words as I set things straight. I ain't got no beef, so don't come in my face. Yo, keep it moving. Yeah, to the K-I-M. Keep it moving. Yeah, yeah, to the K-I-M. I ain't got no time for shucking and jiving. Uh, keep it moving.